for fucking coming out tonight. Welcome to Witchfinger Horror Podcast. We're here in Toronto at the Grand Girard. And we're here watching fucking Warlock 2. And let me do some introductions. My name is Belching Belial. (laughs) Over here, we've got Corpse Banquet. And right here, we've got Jesus Jesus Crust. Jesus Crust. (laughs) We came up with these yesterday. No, today. Oh, that was today. (laughs) Awesome. Okay, well. Holy shit. Now it's getting warm on something. Uh, coming up in one of the very first scenes here of the series, the 
Oh, yeah, to get right to that. He's, he quoted as a dark. I guess. Yes. Oh, is that him? Yeah. The other Julian Sands looking guy? Who kind of looks like Yeah, Michael no, that's Master. him. That's him. That's Anthony Hickox. I thought that said cock! But it said wrong! <laughs> We'll see you soon, Andy. Yeah, the artist, all three. Yeah, the art on that cover is it's incredible. Incredible! It's so good. It's the guy at the dude designs that did that VHS cover. Yeah. Book. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah it's okay. actually an amazing. But those Vestron Blu-rays, like, fuck off. I can't afford that shit. Yeah. Seriously, those <laughs> Vestron like re-releases. I, I'm not gonna spend seventy dollars on like one movie. You know what? Maybe she says that like, you should see her VHS. Oh, collection. I know you're right. You know I, what I literally, mean? I, I literally, I was like, oh, wait a minute, I should shut up. That's such Samantha a you're doesn't right. want anything right. to do with you. Her father doesn't want you near her, and I sure as hell don't want your satanic ass within a hundred yards of her. You got me off. Look at this, still reading comics. Bet you wish you were a superhero now. Like Psycho Cop, eighty dollars. Fuck that shit. Back off, Andy. Come on. So Anthony Hickok, 
serious. Back off. So he does have a great track record. He did Waxwork 1 and 2, which are amazing. He did Hellraiser 3, How on Earth, amazing. One of our old episodes. He did Prince Valiant, which bombed. So this is my favorite part. So everyone knows Warwick Davis. Can I have a round of applause for Warwick Davis? There we go. Okay. So Warwick David said about Anthony Hickox, who um, directed Prince Valiant and Warwick was in it, he said, he seemed intent on partying all night and giving roles to his friends. Yeah, I would too. What do you expect from a director? Also, he's famous. And I just want to say that, I mean, they love their fucking drinking. Yeah, so he was probably just all about like drinking pints and partying. Yeah, so apparently he's a cool guy. Well, uh, Anthony Hickox, uh, well, we did a Hellraiser 3 episode, and uh, we did state in that episode that he also directed the Motorhead video for Hellraiser, which is an awesome fucking video, because Pinhead plays chess with Lemmy. Which is fucking incredible. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> and I'm so um, glad you told that story because I was going to say that he played cards with Lemmy. <laughs> because there was an ace of spades, I thought. You know what? what? Doing still Maybe home. it wasn't. I swear there's no, an ace of spades in that video. Were they playing Are poker? Were they playing Can you imagine fucking Pinhead doing like poker with You know what? Now one I'm not sure. Wrong. Now I'm going to have to look it up later. Maybe one of were, us are wrong. Maybe they were playing Battleship for all I know. I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen that video. I know, right? Guess who? Um, so he, uh, he started, oh my god, Dreamphone, can you imagine if, like, Lemmy and Pinhead played Dreamphone? That would be the best. It is our only family. Um, but yeah, so Anthony Hickox, uh, he, he did a lot of horror stuff, uh, in his early career, and then he moved on to action later on in his career. No, 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 action. La, 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 David Hasselhoff. We have a lot of inside jokes. Um, so he did uh, some action flicks after this. He did a movie called Stormcatcher in 1999 with Dolph Lundgren. And he also oh. co-stars in it. And then he directed another movie Dolph. with Dolph Lundgren um, the following year called Jill the Ripper. And I know you know that movie, Megan. Jill Are the Ripper? Is it a porn? What are you? <laughs> you Why? You're totally worth listening. <laughs> Remember, we talked about this. Jill the Ripper. It's like Jack the Ripper, but it's Jill the Ripper. No, I get that. This movie looks atrocious. It looks so and bad. Ding Dong Dolph is in it. Ding Dong Dolph is in this movie called Jill the Ripper, and Anthony Hickox directed it. And I remember talking about it with you, and we were like, well, this looks like a piece of shit. How so we got to watch it. Yeah, we, we talked about it. Uh, but I'd really like to watch it just because I love, I mean, who doesn't love Ding Dong Dolph? And then um, he worked with a lot of like A-list actors, like Peter Weller. Vivica A. Fox, Steven Seagal. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's an A-list actor. Yes. But yes, he yes, was yes, he yes. was A at like some point. Under Under Siege. That's the only movie yeah. I can think of. Under Siege. Yeah, I would Hard say that's kill. it. Wait, what okay, we've the got movie called Fire Down Below, or was that someone else? That was that sounds like a porn oh, too. Was Seagal? Was it not? Wait, Fire Down Below. Do you guys do you remember when he ate the carrot? <laughs> Uh, do you remember his song, Me Wanda Punani? Yeah, and then it, 
many lady saw. Oh my god, Steven Seagal is a motherfucking. So he has it's an like album, and you guys should actually look it up. He wails on the guitar, and he has a song, and he eats a carrot like a motherfucker. I know. <laughs> so for those of you who haven't heard this song, it's a reggae song. Yeah. 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 It's like, a, like Lady Saw is like a dance hall, like 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 reggae song. Like she's like doing the like reggae kind of thing on it, and she's like. Singing about her punani. It's really fucking disturbing. He's not singing about it, he just keeps saying that word. Yeah, he's like, So look at this. Like, fucking, seriously, like, Julian Sands' birth in this movie is so slimy. Don't you want to give your boy and a kiss, and gooey mother. is so fucking awesome. And this is the part, I don't know if you guys can see it. This is the part where we see it. No, wait, no, no, no. Swing it's down the hall. It's so big, it's down the hall. <laughs> Okay, yeah. So, like in this in this scene right here, yeah, his dick, you can see it. It's coming. When he comes, all hell breaks loose. Now there it is. There it is. There it is. Yes. 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 We got right, a more dicks in the movie. More dicks in movies. More dicks in movies. Now you know why we picked this up. Yeah, I Just know. Just for that moment. Great. Mine is that I gotta say one of my biggest pet peeves of chicks uh, and horror flicks is get the fuck off the floor, right? Get the fuck off the floor. So helpless. Don't be so helpless. I mean, she did just give birth to like a full-grown Julian Sand. So um, Anthony Hickox, back on the director. Um, his dad is also a director, and his name is Douglas Hickox. His whole family are, like, in the film industry. Like, they're a whole family of people who are, like, directors, editors, actors. And um, so his dad directed sure, a bunch of shit from the something. 50s to the 80s, including um, Theater of Blood with Vincent Price, oh, cool. which is pretty cool. Actually, yeah, uh, Zulu like Dawn with Peter O'Toole. Oh, wow. Zulu Dawn? Zulu Dawn. Have you ever heard of that? <laughs> Zulu Dawn? Zulu fucking Peter O'Toole. <laughs> Lawrence the of the version. Arabia. <laughs> That's his name. I'm not bullshitting you. Lawrence of the Arabia, motherfucker. Oh, I'm and, still uh, on Zulu Dong. I'm really sorry. I know, sorry. right? Uh, it sounds like a, it That's sounds right, cheesy yeah. like uh, Zardos, but it's actually a serious movie. Really? Yeah. Oh, you know what? I know. I do know that actually. Yes, yeah. I do know that movie. And um, he's also worked with uh, his dad has worked with John Wayne. Um, he's worked you with 15 pounds of meat in his colon. I'm sorry, what? Can you repeat that? He died with 50 pounds of meat in his colon. Is that a made up fact? This is, this is the first time I'm hearing about this. It's just this. like one of those like um, urban legend things is that, that like, like your mom told no, you. No, it's not. But it's like one of those urban legends that like John Wayne, what a man! All he did was eat meat, and he died with fifty pounds of meat in his colon. What? <laughs> I'm being completely serious. I'm gonna fucking, fucking that shit later. My eyes while I say. <laughs> oh, you poor thing. This poor. John Wayne's poor oh colon. Oh my god, the man um, probably hadn't shit in 30 years. However, <laughs> Ew, what is that noise? <laughs> it's Julian Sands fingering some butthole. John Wayne's colon. Um, so, but however, uh, okay, Anthony Hickox's father, D Douglas Hickox, directed a movie that's very important in me and Morgan's lives. Oh, what oh movie fuck did he me, direct? right? Oh my god, please, indulge me. Now I feel like a shh. 
shitty friend. What is it? Blackout. Surprise! Really? Yeah, so Blackout. Have you guys ever seen Blackout with Zipper Face? No, he didn't direct. Did he really? He fucking directed what? the Zipper Face movie. Oh my god, but you know what? Blackout was actually like a huge disappointment. It's one of those like things where in the 80s, like the cover of the tape yeah. was much more alluring than the actual movie. Because it was like a fucking TV what are you, movie. Some kind it of was. Idiot? But we were obsessed <laughs> with Zipper Face. Well, yeah, because the guy's wearing a gimp mask on the cover, and then, like, the murderer is wearing a gimp mask. Have you seen? Cover? No, I've seen hey, buddy, mask, you The cover of the movie is just a man like wearing <laughs> a, a gift mask. Yeah. And yeah. for the longest time we were like obsessed with it. And then we watched it and we were like, oh, Chicago. that was really. Get the yeah, like the guy wears yeah. the gift mask in it, but he's like maybe in it for like, mm, like, I like minutes or something like that. It wasn't. It was underwhelming, but I mean the cover still fucking. Cool. There's something about gift masks. Masks that just. Fucking make me laugh. It I does just, it for me, it man. It just does it for me. I just like if I like gimp masks, like I. Hey, sweetie. It's just so fucking funny. Miss They're so dangerous. Tonight. There's also um zipper. Did you say face. they were dangerous? They're this dangerous. Well, it depends. Like, are <laughs> the eyes? So are the eyes zipped? Are the mouth? The, is the mouth zipped? So like, is that won't fucking kill you? But when yeah, when they zip your mouth. Oh, you mean the person wearing it is in danger? Well. I see what you mean. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, are you done with him? Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, Anthony Hickox is like, his mom was like a big deal in the film industry, too. She was an editor, and she actually fucking won an Oscar for editing Lawrence of the Arabia. Wow. And uh, she also was nominated for an Academy Award for editing The Elephant Man. <gasps> oh, really? Okay. Yo, that movie okay. is fucking the bomb. In the that line of fire with Clint Eastwood, What's she was mean? in the line of fire oh, with really? Clint Eastwood. She was nominated for an Oscar for that movie, and she also edited a very important movie for all three of us. I didn't know you were Masters here. of the <gasps> Universe. Oh. Ding dong dong! Did she win the Oscar for that movie? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. No, that movie just killed Canon Films instead. <laughs> Uh, but she also worked on, like, What About Bob? Nightmare Fuel. Oh my god, what about Bob? Night what about Bob? What about Bob? That movie is Nightmare what Fuel. What about Bob? Seriously, oh yeah, relax, I'm a local. You should be in jail. I know, my dad. I love wow. What About Bob. Richard Dreyfuss, man. I know, you made me Richard watch Dreyfus. it, and I was really high, and I was very scared. I was like, why aren't they calling the cops? Oh, that's excellent. That's great. Can we talk about the producer now? Go oh, right ahead. Work. I have not nothing to say about his name is Peter <laughs> Abrams. <laughs> to say about this man. Um, get accepted. I'm not worried. And Robert L. Levy produced this. So it's funny enough. So you're watching this movie behind me, and it's clear when there's witches and and murder and whatever. But they also produced The Wedding Crashers and Van Wilder. And it's just the strangest thing that they like produced all these comedies after this because maybe they saw you know the the fail of the box office and decided let's get fucking Vince Vaughn up in here to save us, right? Did it work? I think so. Oh wait, Vince Vaughn wasn't in Van Wilder. No, that's Ryan Reynolds. I've never seen it. He's Van Wilder. Oh, okay. But Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers, yeah. I don't know. And then there's a whole list of those silly, you know, like, penis movies, which you think we would like, but I don't think, I don't find them funny. I don't like those movies. No, this is the kind of silly penis movie that we're doing. Yeah, yeah. He's here, ain't he? Yeah, so, are we ready for Julian? Oh my god, I was just gonna say, can we talk about Julian Sands now? Are we like, are we like, I mean, this we're is diving like, right in? I know, right? Well, like, Julian Sands, we never talked about him. 
That's a joke. We talk about Julian Sands all the time. Literally. Seriously, fucking deepest widow's peak you've ever seen in a fucking human being. I love Julian Sands. There's just something about him. I don't know what it is. Like, I don't want to fuck him. I just want to be friends with him. Well, no, and he's like my friend Julian. He did he's my friend. Say you don't want to fuck him. He's my friend. Well, I know, but just in case people are like, whoa, like, what if somebody ran into him and was like, Pump yo, this breaks, Canadian yo. girl. <laughs> Julian Sands. I just want to hang out with him. Like, he seems like a pretty cool guy. Um, Julian Sands was Anne Rice's first choice to play Lestat in Interview with the I Vampire. I am so glad she I know, went with my man. Because you Cruise. love that crazy yeah. cruise. It love is, that It is interesting, cruise. though. I know, she does. Oh. Actually, while we were eating dinner, I looked over and I was like, oh, Megan, I, know, she I was, was like, Megan, are Instagram. you on Tom Cruise's Instagram right now? Just like looking at his Take photos. Why, well, yes. Why, well, yes, you all. I was, I what? was. But I don't know. I think, I I think Julian Sands would have well, been an interesting choice for that. Like, I get I that. I wanted to have the like box office, like, you know, I mean, you star, like me? a big star name, obviously, because at one. that point it was obviously going to be a huge fucking movie. Um, but Julian Sands does have that quality about him that's like that, life. you know, like he he does like Victorian I mean, I movies go. and shit, you know, and just, he, I'm a person, yeah, I'm a real actor. Um, yeah, well, and he does kind of have that spooky kind of, you know, he does well not smiling. Yeah, like in all honesty, he does well not smiling. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Tom Cruise smiles. Well, understand. Yeah, uh, I feel like Julian Sands smiling would be like um, Arnold Wait, in the Terminator, like being like trying to do that smile where he's oh like, yeah. uh, he can't figure his face uh, out. Yeah, he can't don't figure don't it out. Um, yeah, he's just really good at being a pouty, sad Victorian man. So while we're talking about how attractive he is, and I'm, I'm talking attractive just on, you know, your your mathematical. You know how there's that that like attraction thing to someone's face. It's it's um, symmetry and, and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Like mathematically attractive. So it it's got to be fucking true him? because his brother Quentin. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. It's, no, no, it's, just it's like fucking hysterical all the time. So his brother Quentin was actually um, uh. She Magazine's sexiest man of 1998. 1998, there was a lot of competition for sexy men. Ah, great. Yeah. Damn. So so he comes from a, a like it's a bloodline. Of fucking sexy yeah, men. Yeah. Okay, but you know what? Did you try to Google a fuck this photo of him? Couldn't find it. I know. No, I know. It's like a fucking mystery. It's like, so hot. I so know. Hot. Quentin Sands. If you were so sexy in 19 fucking 89, then where is the proof? One time, we were me and Morgan were at work and we're like fucking obviously me, googling Julian Sands because that's what we do <laughs> when we're at work. Yeah, we get and we like, get paid and we're like, oh, uh, apparently his brother Quentin was voted sexiest man in 1989 in uh, in England, and then we like tried to find the picture and it's impossible to find. It's like. The internet is a vast fucking space for information, yet Quentin Sands is nowhere to be found. You'd think He's someone would have like used this Bullshit. Yeah, we actually work with like an older lady from England and we asked her, we were like, do you know who this person is? Like, hey, you do know who Julian Sands is? And she's like, of course. You're like, do you remember his brother? Yes. They're like, okay, but I feel like it's alive. It is. I don't know. I, I must see. I must see the proof. 
you know, and we're laughing about, like, you know, Julian Sands, and when someone dies, we laugh. But truth be told, he uh, has a lot of talent. He has a lot of talent. Like, his, his list of movies, um, Arachnophobia, Boxing Helena, which... Oh, my God. I mean, Boxing Helena, like, come Unfortunately, on. that's a real movie. Yeah, um, Leaving Las Vegas. Like, he was in Naked Lunch. Like, he's in A Room with a View. So, A Room with a View is my cup of tea. So, have you seen it? Girl. <laughs> a Room with a View, it's a British romance. Like, of course, like, you know, Turn Helena of the Century. Yeah. yeah. Like, one of these period pieces, like, I fucking love. And Maggie Smith is in it. No, 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 my no, idol, and I want to be her. No, and it's just great. He's so, he's so talented. Um, are there any Look, gamers out there? This is ridiculous. What? I love that. Come on. I <laughs> No. So, if, if anyone, when we record this, is an area, if anyone's listening is a gamer, he was the voice of um, DeFalco in Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Oh, one person was like, oh, yeah. yeah. I jerked off to that voice once. But you know what? The, the Look, fact Kenny, is, video games a are a huge industry, and, and he's voicing Black Ops. I mean, we we're none of us are gamers, but we've all heard of Black Ops, no? Like Call of Duty, I've we've heard, all yeah. heard of that, right? I so have heard of this thing. Yeah. I mean, young people do. Dollar, it's a multi-million dollar industry, and he, they chose him to be the voice of one of the characters. Got talent. Got talent. Not just his face. He's got talent. I love him so much. Can we go back to Boxing Helena for oh a second? Oh my god. Sure, yeah. Let's, let's do So, that. Boxing Helena uh, is. Uh, it's like David Lynch's daughter tried to romanticize stump porn. That's boxing, Helena. Stump porn. Stump porn. Stump porn. Stump. Like a l losing a limb. <laughs> Have you seen it? No, but did someone fuck a stump, dude? Like, okay, okay boxing, Helena. This, mo this is movie has so much to unpack. Yeah, let's, let's begin. It's like, it's it's so bad, and it's David Lynch's daughter directed it. And Julian Sands is like this surgeon and uh, fucking Audrey Horn from Twin Peaks. Like she gets in a car accident, he loves her, but she loses her arms or some shit. And then he chops off her legs so she can't escape and he keeps her in her house. And she's just this torso. Like as a fucking, a fuck torso. It's but it's super so bad. It's like, really? Because it sounds like it'd be amazing. No, I know, right? No, it, does, like, it does, and on paper, like the idea is so, Super disturbing and like, uh, kind of like the skin I live in. If anyone's seen yeah. that with Antonio Banderas, yeah, it's yeah, like a it really disturbing. Sounds like a very disturbing, like body horror. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And not. on paper, but like when you watch, okay, so Bill Paxton is in it, and he's like the like her pimp or something. Yeah, and like he's wearing a vinyl fucking pair of pants and like a mesh shirt, and it's like Bill Paxton in that, like with his nipples showing. Yes! Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like actually the equivalent the equivalent of Michael Ironside in visit visiting hours where Michael Ironside is wearing like a black like vinyl outfit, vinyl yeah. top yeah. and it's like it's so like it's worth it to watch just once just to see how bad it is and just to see Bill Paxton in vinyl pants. And I mean, I still probably would, but like it doesn't make a lot of sense. I just I it's it's so stupid. So why is it called Boxing Helena? Oh, because like the poster? She's, she's in a box. The, she's like, in a box like, on the poster. It's but more she's not in the movie though. No, it's a poster. metaphorical box, as it opposed to like oh. boxing her like it's punching art. her in the face. Oh yes, it's, it's art. Um, I'm picturing a man punching a torso. <laughs> oh my god! I actually I forgot how it ends. Like that's how stupid it is. But you know um, what? No Megan, I have it. You can borrow it. I remember oh, how it ends, and it was like what? 
So you know what else Julian Sands is in? Um, he's in the Dario Argento Phantom of the Opera. No. Did you watch it? No. no. Okay. I don't own it. I need it. Just look at I need it. I don't think that he it. sings though, and his face is like not All disfigured. Right. Like he's too pretty to look. So he plays the Phantom. Yeah, he yeah, does. He is the but Phantom. he looks like Julian he's Sands. Like he doesn't get all fucky and um but there's like a picture that i found online where he's like hanging out with all these rats so like that's how they tried to make him look gross but he's still kind of sexy i saw that picture his legs are yes, wide open i texted it to you there's a, there's, there's a, um, a rat um, sitting on his crotch in fact rose red okay so i've never seen rose red but i actually didn't know julian sands was in it okay and megan so i just re-watched re rose red which is one of my favorite uh stephen king made for tv adaptations which is saying a lot because there are a lot of Stephen King made-for-TV adaptations. And this one is so good because A, it's about a haunted house, which I think everyone in this room loves a good haunted house story. And it's got like a freaky kid in it, and I think we all love freaky kids. Hate them. Or hate them. I hate them. I or hate them so much. Yeah. I hate Homer in Near Dark. You I fucking hate him. Oh my god, stuff. that kid's annoying. Kick that kid. Yeah. So it, he plays, um, he's one of the members in, there's like a psychic community that all go to Rose Red the building, and he plays one of the members. But he's like, it's so frustrating, because everyone's sitting around a Something table, and they're like, what's your power? What's your power? And everyone's telling them, and they get to him, and he's like, I won't tell you yet. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Everyone's sitting around opening up, and you're just going to be that asshole who's like, you'll find out. Like, go fuck yourself. So anyways, he's great you in that movie. <laughs> okay, I thought you were totally going like an opposite direction with that. Like, like, uh, like he's really annoying in it. Well, he is, but he ends up being, yes. you know, in every Stephen King, there's all these characters that, that King brings into the evil. There's the evil, and then there's characters who are like evil adjacent, kind of, yeah, who okay. like relate to the evil now. and then get sucked yes. in. Like, he's one of these characters who's associated you know what I mean? If you guys have six hours, watch it yourselves. But shit, six hours? Well, it's like fucking. Oh, is it like a it's mini? A three like part. A, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. I know. I've never like seen that. Like the stand type thing, thing where it's like a right. book that is so deep that you need like. Right. Except for I'll tell you this: I've never found or read the book. I think it might have been a screenplay. Don't quote me on that. But uh, really, yeah. Interesting. Because he writes a lot of screenplays. But anyway, yeah. Julian Sands is in a Stephen King, so it's like. A sexy, sexy sandwich. I'm into it. Yeah. Um, you know Fuck what else yeah. Julian Sands is in? Gothic. Oh my god. Has anybody seen oh my Gothic? God. Has anyone seen Gothic? Okay, seriously, the only thing that's amazing about that movie is fucking nipple eyes. I told you. Yeah. Nipple eyes. <laughs> You know what? Have you seen I'm Gothic? I'm gonna nippleize you. Oh, dude, no, no. There's like eyeballs and fucking nipples in that fucking movie. It's amazing. That's the only part in the movie that's like worthy of owning. When you said Gothic, I thought you meant Gothica with fucking Halle Berry. No, oh my god, no. No, no. Gothic. Gothic with Julian Sands. And nippleize. You know what? Oh, shit. What? Oh, shit. <laughs> we actually just killed the skeleton. I'm no, not he's sure all into nipple eyes. He was like, oh, I'm dead. He been nipple eyes. <laughs> you know what's interesting about the nipple eyes thing as well is that um, I actually had read somewhere. Oh, sorry. Um, that, um, so in the first Warlock, the scene with the medium when he goes to like get Mary Warnock. Yes, yeah, she's in fucking incredible. Yeah. Um, 
So when he goes to, like, get the eyeballs from the psychic or whatever so that he can, you know, find out where the fuck he's supposed to go, um, that the scenes in that movie were actually cut. So apparently, originally, she was supposed to be, you know, uh, like, I guess, enveloped by the soul of Satan and then, like, be possessed and rip her shirt open. And she was supposed to have eyeballs on her nipples, and then he was supposed to cut those out and then fucking, like... Do his like little journey with the eyeballs because they you know point yeah, him yeah. where to go or whatever. Um, apparently they uh, part part of it as well was that she was to freeze and then he was going to like throw to her off the chair and she would smash and then he would get the eyeballs out of her fucking like Jason whatever. goes to space. Yeah, <laughs> Jason goes to space. <laughs> That's the only good yeah. part of that movie. Yeah. But apparently what happened was they did like a test audience thing side. and people Maybe were laughing. How? Yeah, I get. I mean, I guess, but like they were like not expect. They were expecting more of a horrifying or horrified oh. response, and like it was. I guess maybe people were just. I don't know. I mean, nipples, eyeball nipples. That shit's fucking hilarious. It's really fucking funny. They so should have kept that in. But at at the same time, maybe if they kept it in, they would have been like people would have been like revolted and been like, "Gothic did it first. Yeah. Well, I immediately that's what I thought of. That's what also, I also Bruce Glover. <laughs> Crispin Glover's dad, everybody. <laughs> Bruce Glover. I'm not going to talk about him, though, because literally in our last episode, Friday 13th, the final chapter, I already talked about Bruce Glover, so I'm not even going to bother talking him. Because I already talked about him in the last episode. I know he is. Bruce Glover. Like, he's so adorable. Look at him. Uh, I think um, fucking George Buck Flowers is in here somewhere, too. Oh, dude. Uh, yeah, we'll get into him, but I want to mention one more. One more Julian Sands movie, and it's a movie that came out like recently, and it's called Walk Like a Panther. Oh and my it's, God. you guys, this movie is a movie about Samantha. like 80s wrestlers that were all Damn. like brought back together to do like one last final match, and Julian Sands is one of the wrestlers. Why? He's so, he's so lean. He's so lean. So it's a bunch of old guys that were like has-been wrestlers that oh. get back together, like the full Monty. Oh. Like it's like it's a That's British. Not like the full Monty. No, but well, like I, mean I think it's the same producers that. or same director, or same writers oh, or something like that. Fine. So it's a bunch but of old like dudes. it's all these like okay. old guys that okay. are eighty that that were eighties wrestlers. I, love that. Is I good? know. I haven't seen it oh. yet. I I must watch it because Julian Sanson like fucking like what's like it called? Walk Why like a panther. Yeah, so That's he's cute. one of the wrestlers. I know. Look I'm pretty sure I actually so cute I actually theory. thought of. Uh, found out about that movie because I don't know somehow I ended up in like some Rick Astley um, loop uh -oh. on YouTube uh -oh. and Rick Astley actually sings the theme song from the fucking the movie and I watched Even the video and I was like why is Julian Sands <laughs> in this fucking music this video this is so weird and obviously like Rick Astley was like I don't know he's now but whatever he still sounds great and I so it and holy shit. You should watch the trailer. Like, seriously, when you go home tonight, like, look up the trailer for Walk Like a Panther. Like, it's just a bunch of old dudes. Like, they're like, look, do one last hurrah. Like, one last, like, match. And it's just all these old guys. And, like, Julian Sands is one of the fucking rest That's cute. I know. Pretty incredible. But Julian Sands, he doesn't really need to act now. Like, he's married to some... Oh, yeah, she's rich as fuck. Yeah, so he married into... Royalty. Aristocracy. Ah, oh, that's fucking alright. You know that he turned down the role for the villain in Under Siege 2, though. Speaking of Steven Seagal. <laughs> 
he turned it down, he would have been great. He turned it down. Yeah, he's Has anybody seen that? Under Siege 2? Under Siege 2, anybody? Um, I've seen oh. the first one. Oh, there's a few. Very well, very is, well. Okay, is Mick Jagger in Under Siege? Okay, never mind. We'll cut what? that out. <laughs> <laughs> when you have me wrong, like, we cut that out. You know, I, you know I'm going to fucking look that shit up later. I'm pretty sure Mick Jagger has something to do with he's Under dead. Siege. Why don't we just watch dead. it? Okay. Ah, forget it. Nope. You don't want to watch Under Siege with me? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. I'm into it. Um, I think I have Tale of a Vampire. We tried to watch that once. Oh, yeah. No, that. I don't know why it was so bad. Like, I just don't think anything happened. I don't know why it was so bad. That's a good question. Yeah. Let's find the director and let's Let's ask him. Let's ask him directly. Why is this movie so bad? And it's funny because he was considered to play a stat in Interview with a Vampire, but he did play a vampire in this movie called Tale of a Vampire. And I bought it and we tried to watch it and it was so boring. I just remember, yeah, it was super, super boring. It was supposed to be like some like, I don't know. You know, like Victorian vampire starring. to helping the boy. Also, I just love He's that his the blood is black. Stop, not us. Is it black? I always thought it was kind of more green. Damn. Green black. Dark green. Damn. Shit, am I calling Dark Damn. green. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay, um, so I want to talk about Chris Young, who plays Kenny Travis um, in this movie. He's okay, so, so he is in this movie. Okay, first off, he's like the poor man's Eric Stoltz. Let's go there, first off. And it's funny when really? you have a you poor man so? Eric yes, Stoltz. Yes, but like, no, he's the poor man's Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz wins. Eric Stoltz is he's the number poor one. Man. Oh my god, they're yelling oh. at me, guys. <laughs> what are no. you talking about? Eric Stoltz is like, he's hot. Yeah, of course he is. So, the fly too. Yeah. He, um, he plays um, Max Headroom. Anybody? Oh my god. Okay, I know. So, so at the age of 15, he was in uh, Max like Headroom, which is it. so fucked. Like, that's you not will. a set, kind of like set the base of your life. Why? Have you like watched that show? Your birth I only watched, no, like I, I avoid it, but I only watched it because when of I was doing what? this research, I thought, okay, let's give it a go. It's and like, so hard to it's hard to watch. It, I have the complete Not series. only because the CGI's are very reminiscent of Lawnmower it's like, yeah. It's like one of the whole... Like first episode is just a bunch of people fucking I can't skateboarding. Even fight the what like what even is it about? It's like a guy that's like I didn't ask you. So like he plays the guy, the guy from fucking Lawnmower Man. Lawnmower Man, exactly Lawnmower Man. He's like a real person. What but They also written? create like a that computer version of him. It's so not that great, but why? he gave me nightmares. Why? What's the point? The 80s, man. Cocaine. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. This isn't what I feel like they were just the technology was new and they needed an excuse. Yeah, they were like, let's exploit this like cool computer effect. Four days, Kenny, there won't be a town in San Francisco or anything else. Not unless you fight him. However, he went on. I mean, he's doing some pretty great stuff in music right now. If you think Kelly Clarkson is great. I thought. Mention that. Oh, I'm mentioning it. So he produced 12 music videos for American Idol's winner, Kelly Clarkson. 12. <laughs> Who knew Kelly Clarkson had 12 fucking songs? I didn't. Like, that's fucked Yo, up. No, that bitch makes a lot of money, let's be honest. Okay, you know what? I feel bad now. So he also did videos. No. 
I'm always worried about these celebrities somehow hearing these episodes. <laughs> like Tom Cruise! Like Megan Stiffson! Not Megan! Megan, I'm always I uh, Kelly, I like you. You're all right. Uh, but he also did videos for. Ten, I have to just. Has anyone night. heard of this group? I've never heard of it. It's suicide. Slumber party girl. You know that. Ooh, that doesn't sound. That doesn't sound good. So he did videos for the slumber party girls, and I imagine they're just like Pam videos, where he just like. Yeah, it's like grown like ass set women up in their bathroom or something. So women wearing like pigtails and like. Yeah. Oh, let's have a pillow fight. Right, Young is like, ugh. I hope he wouldn't do that because now he actually works for He's actually like a normal person. I found him on LinkedIn. Did you? Yeah, I did. I fucking found Chris Young on LinkedIn. I love the links that might go for this podcast. I dig deep. I like to know things. Like when you added the guy who directed Rotor on Facebook. I fucking messaged the director of Rotor on Facebook and he didn't message me back. Um, yeah, Chris is like 87. He probably can't even see his He works for Nickelodeon. Yeah. He's like... He's doing stuff. He's doing stuff. Cool. And he is the co-founder of Animobile, which is a mobile gaming ball. company. Um, and he was also in a fabulous movie, The Great rise. Outdoors. Oh, that's got John Candy in it. Fuck yes, yeah. It yeah. There's some applause for that. He's done some stuff, and he's doing stuff. So good for you, Chris Young. He was in The Runestone, too. I thought you were going to say The Room. I was like, what? <laughs> no, The Room. The Runestone, which is like, oh yeah, yeah. oh my god, and the fucking guy Joey from the Runestone looks like Julian Sands. Yes, he does. Which Except is, but it's not Julian yeah. Sands; it's the fucking guy from Die Hard. I know. It's a yeah, the fucking yeah, the one bad guy. And the actually, in my notes, Benjamin. I said he was in the Runestone, which always seemed to be a warlock ripoff to me. That's what I wrote in my notes. So. Yeah, you're right. I could totally see that. Yeah. It's basically the Runestone is a warlock ripoff, except it's the guy who's the henchman in Die Hard. I've never seen Die Hard. Shut. Up. We're no longer friends. That's a lie. I love you. Megan, every Christmas I watch Die Hard, so I'm just gonna like show up at your house. Okay. Okay. We're gonna watch Die Hard. He was also in Falcon Crest with Lorenzo Lamas. Lorenzo Lamas. Who here is a Lorenzo Lamas fan? Who wants to rub their fingers Renegades. through his fucking chest hair? Jesus Christ. Girl! This guy is what? such a babe. Like, what the fuck? Well, I'm, I'm letting I you guys down. Snake eater! Yes, snake eater! Oh, um, Yo, Lorenzo Lamas is a fucking babe. Yeah, he is a babe. I don't know if he's still a babe, but we'll no, just, you know we'll what? I follow him he on still Instagram. Looks like him. Mm. You follow Lorenzo Lamas on I Instagram? Do. That's funny. <laughs> I like his posts. I know that. I know that. What does he post about? Does he post his face? He's a pilot now. He flies airplanes. Maybe he flies airplanes with his Bruce from. And he makes wine too. Okay, I like. He like. Yeah. I drink his wine. I drink his wine. It's fermented in the bottle. The French champagne. One of these days, I'm going to find the fucking Palmasan wine that Orson Welles did the commercial for, and we're going to drink it, and we're going to record ourselves talking like Orson oh, Welles the entire time. words just like him on his 35th birthday. Put pillow down my shirt. <laughs> what? Are we recording? <laughs> do you want me to do something? Am I supposed to speak? <laughs> okay, so that's all I have for Chris Young. Because Sometimes I think, we've, I think you we've actually are as we can take that. Well, yeah. Uh, well, I do have that he was on Friends you and Married with Children as well. Well, fuck it's friends, but I love Mary Doyle. But I don't know yeah. really much about which episodes he was on, so. 
by yourself. You know, Married with, to- Married with Children is a great show um, <laughs> until the season when they adopt the kid, and then it's just like that's mm-hmm. fucking weird. Yeah, they were but they were the desperately trying hard. Anthrax is fucking awesome. I love that fucking episode. Joey Belladonna just like smashes a glass bottle on his head. It's How can he lead you to salvation? There's no right. hope in chaos. So, right. should we talk about should we talk about nice speech, Paula buddy. Marshall? Oh, can we? Yeah, we don't have it again. Are you guys? I seek no. Who here likes Seinfeld? I've come for this. Everybody, obviously, Everybody because if you're normal, Seinfeld. you like Seinfeld. Well. Who remembers the episode? <laughs> Who <laughs> you dare? <laughs> Who remembers the episode? Ill like, about Seinfeld? I don't know. No, you like it now. Yeah, Shut up. It's good. It's good. Okay, for like the longest time, she didn't like Seinfeld, but oh, I missed that whole thing. Well, when she was like younger, she hated Seinfeld, but then I and your boyfriend made you watch it, well, and yeah, then now like you I like it. I like it. I'm just not like, you guys are the like experts. I'm just like, I'll just sit back. You just got to catch up. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> 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 Thank you. You guys, the episode that she is in. She is in the outing she plays. So we're talking right now about Paula Marshall, who is the broad in the movie, Samantha. And she plays in that Seinfeld episode, The Outing, the reporter who overhears Jerry and George talking, and then she thinks they're gay for each other. And then she does the, the whole, yes, we all know what episode it is. So that is amazing, because that episode is fucking hilarious. I know, I know. Like, because that's the episode where Kramer fucking kisses um, Jerry, and George walks in, and he just, like, walks right back out. Yeah. And it's, she ends up being attracted to Jerry, and they start dating. Yeah. But then George starts dating a girl, and he doesn't want to be with her, so he tells her that he's gay so that he can break up with her, and then he brings her to Jerry's apartment to be like, this is my boyfriend, but he's there with Paula Marshall, and he's like, Jerry, oh my God, what are you doing? And then his girlfriend is like, what the fuck? And then Paula Marshall is like, what the fuck? And he's just like trying to like hug him and like hold his hand, he's like, get off. <laughs> you did that pretty well with the oh my god. Yeah, I watch a lot of Seinfeld. I watch way too much Seinfeld. I have to take a break from Seinfeld. That's how much I watch it. So Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. That's what she said. So, uh, <laughs> I also want to talk about the fact that she is married to Danny Nucci. Yeah. And we would all know He's Danny a guy. Nucci as being the beloved Fabrizio from Titanic. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. I fucking love Fabrizio! He's my favorite character in that movie. I didn't Are know that they were married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's also in The Rock. He's the guy who dies in Titanic. Welcome and he's also I mean, doesn't like every... <laughs> spoiler alert, doesn't everyone die in Titanic? Yeah, Fabrizio. So Fabrizio, he's also in The Rock. He's also in Alive. The only thing I remember from Alive is that they eat Eating butts. They, that's the only thing which I saw alive in the theaters, the and I was like, that butt looks really oh good. Gosh, alive is, is like, it looks like really good, movie. a really good like chicken jerky. Yeah. If I was in that situation, I would eat that butt. I'm I'm into it, yeah. For sure. you, you've seen the live. No, but I know the, the plane story. crash avalanche. <laughs> no, I know I know the story. I've never seen the movie. Well, oh my what god! Where they eat so butt good. and it looks really good. <laughs> Ethan Hawke. You don't think I don't know the real? Okay, you're trying to tell me you've never ate no butt before. <laughs> Dude, that, that 
now and she actually looks really fucking good oh, for no, her age incredible. like paula marshall looks amazing and uh she was also in hellraiser 3 so we did a hellraiser 3 episode and uh she had some recurring um episodes here. of life Make goes on stop. the wonder years what? spin city Nip Tuck, californication what which dreams. is a great show because david duchovny mm. yep um and uh yeah she it's funny not. because like uh paula marshall like not a lot of people like know her name. But is, so she's been in a lot of like lesser known movies, like but she's but worked with so many A-list well, actors. Just it's crazy. No like I looked up all the movies that she was in, and I, I was like, Oh my god, she's worked with Peter Weller, Adam West, Samuel Jackson, James Earl Jones, Mickey Rourke, Steve Martin. But you know what? She was in that movie with Lindsay Lohan, where she played a stripper. Explain it to me. What? Which movie? Remember that movie that Lindsay Lohan did, where she was a stripper? Lohan played a stripper in every movie. Like kind of undercover stuff. It's not Kenny. Kenny. Remember Lindsay Lohan did that okay. fucking movie where she was a stripper? You see her naked. And Two days like, ago, my dad I get shot her and Megan Fox confused all the time, Dead. so I literally have no idea what you're talking about. I know who killed me. That's what it's called. I know who killed me. I remember it was like a huge deal at the time because everybody's like, oh my god, Mean Girls star is a stripper. But I guess Paula Marshall is in that. But I just want to say one more thing about Paula Marshall. Her brother is a Fuck her brother. Yeah, so her brother is a Republican politician from Virginia, and uh, clearly they're not on good terms with each other, which makes me like her more because um, he did not win his candidacy because he is very homophobic and something that she has been very vocal about. So good for her for speaking out. Well, he's, here's the thing if you guys don't know who Robert uh, Marshall is, um, he is the one who tried to get, uh, it's called, the bathroom bill proposal. So this, this man, her brother, is the man himself who said How that bathrooms should only be used that? by people who correspond with the gender on their birth certificate. The only penises in the man's bed. You know what I mean? Like, that's him. That's the guy. We all heard about Shit. this bill. Oh, yeah, that back. was like, like a couple years ago. That's fucking him. It was so recent. So like that's so fucking and she she claimed that him not winning and him you know his career basically crumbling was karma for his homophobic tendencies. Yeah, like, fuck that guy. It's yeah. it's super fucking bullshit. But uh, we all know America is going through. Some but it's like so right these now. Republicans, people who supported him, like little did they know his sister is in fucking this masterpiece. And Hellraiser three, right? right? <laughs> and Seinfeld. And What about so, like, Sammy Dad? Which is funny because she's in Tell the gay episode. Her. Oh, that is funny. That is funny. Pecunia, indeed. Funny. Indeed. Indubitably. So, you go to the guy. 
to fire up that barbecue. <laughs> Just try. So, you guys probably can't tell, but this movie was shot in 38 days. You can't tell? <laughs> I'm just going to slide under the table right now. Are you guys having a good time? We're glad. Uh, we're very happy to be here and uh, hey, obviously stick around because all this spooky stuff on the stage belongs to Blood Opera. Yeah, that drunk skeleton down there. I know, right? I think it's possessed. Like, He's going to resurrect himself, I promise. He's going to take one um, more shot he'll be back up. Does so, oh, oh, oh my god. god. Hold on, wait a second. Are you guys ready Mike for this? Mic drop. I got the meat. If you got the cheese. Oh, that's a good charcuterie trio. Yeah, yeah, I bought the charcuterie. Is that the right? Prosciutto. Y'all modern. Any Italians in the house? So, we're classy here at Witchfinger Horror Podcast, and we legit brought cheese. <laughs> so um, the concession stand has popcorn and candy, but they don't have like, a wheel of brie. But they don't have a fucking wheel of brie. And uh, what's inside this right? brie? I uh, well, I have two cheeses actually. Oh my so god, you I can have some of that. For real. Um, so legit, like the way that we roll is like, really you know, there are many podcasts that are professional and sober. And you know, factual. I mean, factual. You mean is boring? One yeah, well, boring perhaps. However, that's not how we roll. You know what? We actually were like, how could we get Yasmina's couch to the theater tonight? Oh, we would need yeah, a trailer for that. Usually, when we do Shockstock, like in London where we live, uh, we just bring my couch with me. Uh oh, is it a sunnier want a piece of salami? <laughs> We're gonna have like terrible meat farts for the rest of the night. We're just gonna throw oh salami into the just audience. Have to make sure that the warlock doesn't open the gate. But like, let's be honest. Like, this is how we roll. We just want to be fucking this comfortable. This is basically like how we record in my apartment. So you guys are just like all chilling out with us in my apartment, and it's fun. You guys got beers? It's fun. Is We've got beers. Anybody We've want got cheese. We've got meat. So we do like, uh, well, we have like some stuff to give away, but we didn't plan any trivia questions. But we're just going to like uh, wing it. So let's, uh, let's ask the audience a question here. Oh, Who wow, here yeah. would like to win some stuff? Well, it's all ours. You you can't can't have any cheese. That's why I brought the knives to beat right. back the fucking um, cheese. I don't know. What's a good question that we could ask our audience? How big is Julian Sands' penis? <laughs> I need like it. Uh, that is correct. Okay, average. That's not bad. You win. You win. Come yeah. up here. So while they're doing that, I'm just going to give you guys some more facts about the movie. Um, so there was another director named Frank Lalogia, Lalogia, who was supposed to do this movie. However, he was fired because his vision was too expensive, which is hilarious. Like, I would like to see a more expensive version of this movie. I would too. Maybe we would get more dick time. Yeah, that's that's what his vision was so expensive. Julian Sands dick time? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, he was like, well, you know, my dick is actually like fifty thousand dollars per like millisecond. <laughs> well, and then it would have gotten a rated 
R and rated R movie. Well, like maybe two more milliseconds. That would be like a hundred thousand more dollars, right? Here's a fucking trivia question. Because we would all like to know what other mainstream movies, and we don't have an answer, so please fucking tell us. Show full frontal penis. Can I help you, sir? Shut up. Okay, football player dick. Yeah, come get your cheese. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, cut that man a piece of cheese. Yo, this is witch finger trivia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want some salami also. Yeah, yeah, no, you can here, choose. Do you have a DVD for him? How no, did you get past my secretary? Oh, I got these movies. DVD. What the fuck? Here, choose your oh, yeah, salami. Oh, yeah, DVD because it's 1990. Yeah, you choose your salami. We want to say thank you to Black Bond as well for hooking us up with Black Bond. Yes, thank you, Black Bond. Giveaway stuff. So if Black Bond could make some more pictures with balls in it, that'd be great. More dicks in movies. The thing is, there's there's a whole lot of titties in movies. I mean, my boyfriend and I last night were watching Thirteen Ghosts, and Shannon Elizabeth is in it. And yeah, of course, and her titties are in it. Well, well, there is that ghost, the troubled teenager girl, right, with the slashed up naked titties. But Shannon Elizabeth is being attacked by this ghost in the movie, and the ghost rips her shirt off, and it's a close up of her titties. Now Shannon Elizabeth has beautiful fucking titties. However, I would like to see a nice set of balls in a movie. Dude, I'm I'm so sick of seeing beautiful titties. I thought Seriously, like penises are hilarious. And they're not in movies enough. I know, I know. I agree, I agree. Um, so, uh, one of the actresses in Warlock 2, um, I actually haven't those? been paying much attention because the screen is behind me, but I haven't seen I'm her yet. <laughs> uh, but her name is, uh, she plays Paula. Her name is uh, Joanna Pakula. Did you research this woman? Nope. Oh my God. She has oh, a very the fashion designer lady. Yeah, so yes. this woman... Uh, she's gorgeous. Um, she has a very interesting story. Uh, so she was actually a model for Vogue, and uh, she's from Poland, and fucking crazy. Uh, she was actually vacationing in Paris at the time when Poland declared martial law. So she happened to coincidentally like not be in Poland at the time, so she Thank just God. stayed there. So she just stayed in Paris, and then at the time, um, she dated Roman Polanski. What? And yeah, right. so he got her was a job. Was she 12? Uh, no, I think she was in her early 20s or something, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> uh, we all know Roman Polanski loves children. But yeah, so she ended up like staying in Paris and dated Roman Polanski, and he got her a job in modeling in the States. And, and he recommended her for a role in uh, Gorky Park, which is a huge fucking movie. I'm supposed to trust Look at this meat you. flying around you our table. <laughs> flailing this fucking meat. Flailing meat. This is a real witch finger show. Warlock 2, flailing Warlock meat. Warlock 2, flailing meat. Uh, so yeah, uh, Joanna Pakula, um, she is a... Um, Actress in that movie Gorky Park, which jumpstarted her acting career, and, uh, and she was in this movie called The Kiss, and I watched mm. it last night. Hey. And um, where are you going? It's actually a pretty spooky movie, but she wears Come so on. many shoulders. We had a deal. That is like one thing that I I love the '80s. Don't get me wrong, but that's like the one thing about the '80s that I just like could never get behind is shoulder pads. I never understood why having broad shoulders. And here's the thing. I don't want to get into gender conformity or any of that. It's a whole different conversation. However, football players wear shoulder pads. 
for protection. For protection. Like women, but women who wear it for fashion, I don't, I just I always think, it. whenever I think of women in shoulder pants, I always pants. think of, what's her name from Ghostbusters? Sigourney Weaver? No, 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 no. The the demon with the men's, the, the, the fucking. Oh, fucking. Uh, the fucking. Um, not Zool, she's not Zool, but she's the late, who, who, someone knows. Picasso, definitely Picasso. But it's not Zool. Is she Zool? Yeah, she, no, she's Zool. Oh, yeah. is she Zool? With the red eyes and like the gymnast yeah, woman? Yeah, she has. Yeah. She's fucking terrifying. She looks like David Bowie, yeah. Is that what you said? Oh, she's fucking terrifying yeah. though. Yeah, but she had shoulder pads. Yeah. I don't understand. But like, why is shoulder pads, like having broad uh, shoulders, like, you and my father like I, I just don't understand how does that, that make like you look more yesterday. appealing. It might have been a power thing at the time. Maybe. Like, yeah, like the power was. suit was like a big thing. Like, sho big shoulders means you have, have power. <laughs> does it? I don't know. <laughs> you have power. Uh, has anyone been, did we do this? Has anyone my been to our show before? died in childbirth. So I have to fucking pee so fucking bad right Girl, now. Girl, go pee, go pee, go pee. Go pee. Don't turn um, away from me, Will. Answer But Joanna Pakula, she was also oh, in another uh, Steven Seagal. Oh! <laughs> Steven Seagal keeps coming up with this episode. I just, like, I don't know. I'm not doing it on purpose. Uh, but she was in a movie with him and Keith David uh, called Marked for Death. And she was also in a movie called Black Ice with Michael Ironside, my boyfriend. And Tombstone. Oh, Tombstone. Uh, always a movie I like I, to talk okay, you about. You know what? I feel like Tombstone like comes up every fucking episode. It does. We've been talking about it a lot. How many lately. people are in Tombstone? Like seriously, all the guys that everyone. I want to bang, obviously. Tombstone sandwich. Morgan lining up. Um, yeah, like Kurt Russell, Sam Elliott, Bill Paxton, Michael Bean is in there. Yo, Powers Booth, throw him in there. Why not? Oh, the only thing I know about that movie is a bunch of cowboys. Oh my um, god, it's fucking I know, incredible. I will watch Tombstone it. I, is a great fucking movie. I will movie. watch it one day. I will. Uh, Virus. Remember that movie? Yes. With Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. Oh my god, that was like late 90s, 98, 99. Deep Red. But not the Dario Argento Deep oh. Red. The shitty Michael Bean Deep oh, Red. Oh, I think I might have seen that That movie too. sucks. Okay. I gave you that movie. I was no, like, I don't like, want this I anymore. Do, uh, yeah, I remember. It's um, terrible. But it. Joanna Pakula, she's the mom of the kid, the village of the damned kid. Stop um, She's also, okay, so, okay, I have a question for the audience. Okay, I'm a big anthology fan, and this is an anthology that I've never seen. Has anyone heard of the show Night Visions? Okay, like Watch two this. people. Um, Night Visions was an anthology series that came out in 2001. It was hosted by Henry Rollins. Wow. Yeah. And Joanna Pakula is in this show, and I've never seen it, and I'm very intrigued by any anthology. Like, is anybody watching the new Creep Show? The new Creep Show is actually amazing. The anthologies, they do it for me because it's not. You're not sitting with the same story for two hours. You get like multiple stories in two hours and it's so riveting and keeps you engaged. And um, it changes things up and that's what I like about it. But yeah, this Night Visions show, uh, I just like, it just completely like, I was like, what? When did it air? Or 2001. Yeah, where did it air? Like, uh, was it oh, I don't know. Maybe TV? Don't trip, What the girl. baby TV? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Television. Somewhere on television, the vast world of television. Oh, no. Guess who's back? Back again. It was the number one. Megan's <laughs> back. 
have some cheese. I thought I had a number two earlier, but it was I know, me like too. a giant fart. Yeah, me too. I had a moment with uh, Chris from Blood Opera. I don't know where you're sitting. I can't see shit. We're in the same stall. Sharon farts. I know. Oh, he's always changing. Did it even happen? We were like stall and stall, like right next to each other. We're both having like fucking giant farts. It was Why great. didn't you tell me? I don't yeah. give a fuck. Fucking I'll fart anywhere. That's true. Um, so, so you know who's in this movie? Like Kenny, I know it. Zach Galligan. Oh my say. god, Zach Galligan. Yeah. What? Yeah. Did I just hear some drop. fucking... Yeah! Dude, seriously, Zach Galligan? Gremlins? Okay, I was gonna say, for those who like are like, I know the name, but I, I, I can't picture... He is the adorable lead in Gremlins. His curly little, there's little girl here. He's that so fucking cute. cute. Everybody knows him. Okay, so he's in this movie for like literally two seconds. He's, yeah, he's the guy who was picking up the girl who gives birth. I to can't let Kenny be like, alone. Yeah, she was like getting ready for his, the date with him. Yeah, his, he uh, he's he plays Douglas in Warlock yeah. too, and um, obviously everybody knows him from Gremlins, Waxwork, <laughs> and um, he's in Cyborg Three. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna right. have to like. Rewind. Yeah, rewind. There's, There's a Cyborg 2. <gasps> the Cyborg 2 with Angelina Jolie. <laughs> I'm blowing your mind right now, aren't I? I literally hate her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cyborg. There's like, okay, JCVD. Cyborg. Like, Fender. Yeah, that movie. I love you, Dad. Oh, that movie is incredible. like untouchable. Oh, yeah, no, it's actually together. a trilogy. There's a second the, one the with Angelina Jolie, and there's a Water third side. one with He'll Zach Galligan and All Malcolm McDowell and place. Richard Lynch. Malcolm yeah. McDowell? Yeah. Anyone else here into Malcolm McDowell as Alex in Clockwork? Because, oh my fucking God, he was my crush. Well, he's in Cyborg 3. Well, I'm into it. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so that's a real movie. Um, (laughs) That's a real movie. But he's also in a Tales Tales from the Crypt episode, and it's a pretty good one called Strung Along. It's got this, like, weird, like, puppet. Kind of crazy. Uh, He was also, but you know what I love about him? He was in Voyager. Voyager! I I was so earlier. He's so cute. He's so fucking cute. And we met him at Frightmare in the Falls. Oh my I God, I forgot about this. Gone. There. I forgot that I met him, dude. Remember? I do now. Yeah. So he's so sweet with his little gray hair, dude. Oh, his little no, he's so sweet. Yeah, that's true. I totally forgot about that. I Holy fuck. Um, but we were talking about something. Okay. What were we ta- oh, Tales from the Crypt. So Tales from the Crypt, the show, and Seinfeld. I feel like. Those two shows have every every actor who has ever tried to make it in the world has either been on or has also been on Creepshow or Seinfeld. Those shows made so many careers for people. Yeah, you're right. Like, there's such a stepping stone in, you know, like, I mean, um, what's her name with the tip? Harry Hatcher. Oh, my God, how did you know? They're real and they're spectacular. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many actors, and when you go back and watch the Tales from the Crypts episode, some of the later seasons are so fucking hard to get through. 
Uh, oh, dude, because when they moved the show to England, it was garbage. And, you will see and, and it has nostalgic factors, and I get that. But Daniel Craig is in an episode, and it's pretty funny. Oh, this man is just Daniel so Craig, right? Like, like, like Bond? Oh, yeah, he's in a Like the Bond with the ugly face, Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, because he has a great body, but his face is bombed up and depleted. You're offending Megan. I'm gonna agree to motherfucking disagree on that shit. Now let me guess, you don't even like Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, no. He looks like a fucking, he looks so bovine. He looks like an alien. Don't you think he looks like an alien? You don't think he looks like, like a actually, cow? Actually, he looks like the, like specifically the alien from Fire in the Sky. <laughs> I wish I could disagree with you. But you want to because it's fucking it's too accurate. real. It's too real. I, I find I find Benedict Cumberbatch uh, very uh, charming. <laughs> he's charming, but he still looks like a cow. So, <laughs> I feel like that's like what my mom said about me in like elementary school. Your glamour shots, they're fabulous. You see my glamour shots, that's they're true. They're fabulous. That's true. You ain't, you ain't no alien cow. Um, I I, who has seen, if, <laughs> who has seen the first Warlock movie? You scared now? Who hasn't? Okay, so uh, Dave and I were watching that movie the other day, and I, I feel like the part that really resonated with me is when the witch hunter, yes, comes, jumps off of the top of oh the barn God, oh God, oh and oh sails That is the best fucking part. The best fucking part. He's the first one of is when he's clearly. He's clearly on strings. I just... The best, the best, the best fucking part in the first Warlock is when Julian Get out of my face, Travis. Hands down, hands down. It's so You can see him trying to steady himself on the string. It's amazing. It's like he gets off the like platform of the barn and he's just like, <laughs> like Stop. it's so fucking hilarious. Um, Warlock came out in Tomorrow, 1989 and it was directed by Steve Miner. So Steve Miner, he directed us, House, everything. So wow, Friday the 13th part two and yeah. three. And uh, yes, I do agree that the Mary Warnoff part where she's like possessed and she's like, <gasps> Like that part is amazing, but I the part where Julius flies is legit the best fucking part he of the stays, movie. He stays, he, like he so stays. You can see him literally balancing on, like, trying to stay upright <laughs> and, and like. Andy as well. It's really and here's the thing, because I, I mean, we all watched old Star Trek, right, with Captain Cock, and and did you say Captain Cock? Yeah, that okay, was the joke from earlier. Sure. I'm bringing it back. All right. Okay, uh, he. That technology is the same technology. However, if I'm not mistaken, the first Star Trek was what in the '60s? Oh yeah. So like, it's the fuck. Do you know what I mean? Thirty years Are you fucking kidding me? I know. I know. It's 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 actually pretty fucking awesome. But a crazy, crazy fact about the first Warlock is the copycat murders. Do you guys remember that? And that's some shit like from. Uh, it's home. It's Canadian. Yeah, Canadian. So in, um, I don't know if you guys know this, about the first Warlock movie, there was actually in Saskatchewan copycat murders in 1995. There's so no more there. there right? I know, right? <laughs> they, they actually committed murder because they loved Warlock so much. That's lame. <laughs> right? And like 1995, well, which was like, in jail, what, so like five up. years after the fucking fact? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that, so they actually copied the movie. Uh, well, like, the killer uh, was like fucking 
14 years old and he was obsessed with Warlock and killed like a kid. Oh, a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Him, well, I know, no, him and some other fucking kid killed some other kid. Yeah, he but told... But he was like, I love Warlock so much, man. Yeah, like, and actually, that was actually the argument in court. Like, he apparently had told the police that he had been contemplating suicide for a long time, but a spirit, quote-unquote, told him to kill someone else. So Ready? he and another uh, eight-year-old accomplice murdered uh, a seven-year-old Jonathan uh, Thimpson. Um, and his lawyers argued that he had become obsessed with Warlock. This sounds like the Marilyn <laughs> Manson, like right? And it's that the Marilyn murder Manson was trial all over. Yeah, again. and that the murder was based in part on the like all the yeah. occult concepts that were going on in the movie. Um, and anyway. I guess in Canada here, it brought to the uh, like the, uh, the issue of like violence in movies and all that shit. I'm which so is, like, fucking sick of the media blaming I know. people's actions. On, or not the media, but of the courts blaming people's actions on media. That is so lazy. That is such a fucking lazy way out. Uh, it is, for sure. It really drives me fucking bananas. Yeah, and so because of that, Don't so the V-chip, which was the the violent censorship chip for cable television, that was brought to Canada because of that specific instance. Because they were like, well, uh, you know, like kids that are watching violent movies on, you know, what, HBO. Woo! So you're telling me one in what does Canada have? Uh, wait, don't tell me, don't tell me, don't tell me. Uh, 30 million? 36 yeah. million? One in 36 right million here. kills someone and all of a sudden TV well, poisons minds. Like, you gotta be yeah. fucking kidding me. We need what more, name more facts than the one fucking murder. Totally. That's not, that's not cool, man. Yeah. However, at the end of everything, he was actually declared insane and then sent to an institution. So... Excuse me. Hey, I'm sure he was treated really well at that institution. Yeah. Excuse me. Come, come on. Yeah, so it wasn't Julian. How come every time we find it, like, we, we think we found an interesting Canadian... I mean, Paul Bernardo is the most interesting guest. Every time, every time we think we find... Remember that, that other... That For God's sake, somebody killer. Yeah. Oh, the right? guy that every did the snuff time, film oh my or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Every time we find like, an interesting serial killer... They turn Please. out like the, the further you, you do, get to the story, it turns out they're not fucking that interested. We're all in terrible danger. Like, we the safest place for you to be is in your See what I mean with the live shows? I can't no. see shit. <laughs> <laughs> Can we really take that back? Oh Can we edit it out? We'll fix it in post. Um, so let's go to the Warlock Three. I have no knowledge of this movie <laughs> other than the guy that. Bruce, Bruce Payne. Payne. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Oh my okay. Oh, wait. You guys Have you guys seen it? Yeah. His name, no. Bruce Payne. Are you, okay, Bruce I'm Bruce. assuming I'm the only one of us that has seen Warlock 3. I've never so seen I own Warlock 3. And I was like, yeah, okay, fine, I'll I'm buy it. I mean, I have Witchboard 4, whatever. So I like Witchcraft shitty movies. 12, yeah. whatever. No, 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 Witchcraft 7 is the latest that I'll go. But Warlock 3, has anybody seen the third Warlock? Really, no one. Um, don't waste your time. Uh, it came out in 1999, and Bruce Payne. And Bruce Payne was in Necronomicon. He was in the first segment of Necronomicon. The guy with like the dead wife. Like that was a yeah. That's a really really good uh, story. Um, he's also in Highlander 4. He looks like a guy that would be in a Highlander movie. Is that weird? I and I also feel like the guy in the first Warlock looks like he should be in a Highlander movie. Yeah, the fucking guy who plays. Redfern? Yeah. 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 But I don't like him. No, I like I Julia. Uh, but yeah, so he's also in The Howling Six. 
And uh, he. Okay, so Warlock 3. I can't believe how fucking. Oh, I thought you said Highlander 6. No, no, no. Black. Highlander 4 and The Howling 6. There's a lot of Howling movies. I know, and, and they're all um, No. The second one. The first one is good. The second, the second one is really good yes. with Sybil Banning. Um, but yeah, uh, Warlock 3, Ashley Lawrence is in it from Hellraiser oh. 1 and 2. Okay. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. The only, the only cool trivia that I have here for Warlock 3 is that it was shot in Rob, Roger Corman's studio in Ireland. That's cool. That's not interesting. That's, cool That's how uninteresting the movie <laughs> is. But I own it because I'm a weirdo like that. But uh, you know what's uh, pretty cool? The Warlock of video game. Oh, I was wondering. So is the Warlock video game based on the movies? Or yeah. is it? Okay. Okay, so yeah, yeah it came out uh, after the second one, but it's just called Warlock. That's However, the point of it. Uh, it's more based on idea of the second okay. So it's like you have to go around and collect the rune stones to make sure that the warlock can get them or whatever. Oh, oh so you're not the you're you're warlock. No. Actually, on my copy of uh, Warlock, the Armageddon, Armageddon Dawn. <laughs> I've been waiting for that. Um, uh, there's actually a trailer for the video game as well, which is Incredible, and they show like gameplay on nice it. It's like move. it's like side scroller, like Super Nintendo kind of shit. Yeah. You know, you know what to expect. It's like the fucking um, looks kind of like the Michael Jordan fucking video oh, game. Oh, I thought you were gonna say the Michael Jackson video game. No, Moonwalker. I love Moonwalker. Moon Yo, Moonwalker is like ridiculous. Dude, I know. Like he saves little boys. He what? He saves little boys in that game. It's hilarious. He saves them from what? I'm from not sure, what? actually. I'm not from, oh, from the bad people. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, so funny. He just dances around and saves little boys. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying he did it. I'm not saying he did it. But if he did, I mean. Um, there's a few people that we haven't talked about yet in the movie, though. Um, fucking R.G. Armstrong. So R.G. Armstrong is um, uh, the old dude. He looks like he has no eyebrows and no eyelids. But he plays Franks in um, Warlock 2. Oh my god, by the way, this part where Julian's like, like walking, walking on the walking green screen, screen and looks like so shit. No steps. Oh my god, like, could you guys. No, I didn't I didn't research this, but are you guys hearing the. Are we listening? Can we just listen for a second to the music? You know what that reminds me of? Like, it reminds me a lot of the Hellraiser music. Yeah. A lot. Anthony Very much I, 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 I'm going to have to. And That's right, Hickox. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, Julianson's boots in that were pretty rad, actually. Oh my God, that That's the deepest widow's peak I've ever seen. Oh, it's so <laughs> deep. Okay. Deep. Uh, so he just shot Bruce Glover, and uh, but R.G. Armstrong, um, he this he was in the movie earlier, and um, he was actually best friends with Andy Griffith. They met in university, and he died 24 days right after him. They've been best friends like since university. R.G. Armstrong, Where the old guy, the he was Andy best friends with Andy Griffith. Uh, 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 Andy Griffith. Uh, Andy Griffith. Yo! That was like the 50s, wasn't it? Where oh, I thought Andy Griffith was that funny guy who's the side guy to um to Conan O'Brien. Who's that? Oh my god! <laughs> Andy 
Richter. Andy Richter. No. Andy Griffith. Like the Andy Griffith show. You don't remember that show? Oh, man. That was old. That was after, like, the Three Stooges on fucking, like, TVO or some shit. But R.G. Armstrong, he was, like, an actor since the 50s. And he had fucking over 100 acting credits. It's actually yeah. pretty crazy. And um, he was an evil speak. Yes, evil he speak was. with Clint Howard. I fucking love that movie. He was um, in Lone Wolf no. McQuaid with Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> he was also in the for Chuck with Norris. I, I need a I need a genuine a genuine response from the audience. Chuck Norris. Yes? Yeah! Yeah! No. Action team, motherfucker! Not even like the chest hair or anything. I much prefer shooting the ball. Really? Okay, like them in, a, in a battle, you don't you think Chuck Norris would it's win? It's not about who would win. Oh, well, if Chuck Norris and Ethan Seagal were in a battle, Norris would Chuck win. Norris would beat them. It's not about, about who would win, it's about who I like more, and I like Steven Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> but you've never seen Under Siege 2. You are not a true fan. Um, true. Also, I just want to mention Archie Armstrong was also the Sandman in the Metallica Enter Sandman video. Which when I was watching oh, this, no. I was like, why does he look so familiar? Oh, fuck, he's the and fucking the guy in Metallica. Yeah. He also was in, he was uh, in Dick Tracy. He was prune face. That movie's fucked. Dude, that movie. Fuck, Super fuck fun. that movie. I'm just gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. Fuck Dick Tracy. You have Explain yourself. We tried to watch it, and you know the rotten shit that we watch. We shut it off. You know. You what? know that movie is unwatchable. No, it's not bad. World. It's just fucking weird. Like I remember when it came out, I was like super stoked because like the soundtrack of Madonna. Like I remember her doing the tour. I think she came to the Sky Dome. That makes me feel old. Around that time. Um, but yeah, like, the movie, like, seemed really cool, but I just, watching it with, like, adult eyes made me be like, But as film aficionados so or whatever we call ourselves, how can you not appreciate the caliber of makeup so and the caliber of costume? Oh, yeah, like, like, I do appreciate there's something that. about that movie that when I watch it, I just, like... I, I don't know, I, I appreciate that movie so fucking much. I think it was like, like my chill, my child eyes were like, I thought those were real people. I actually for the longest time didn't know that Al Pacino was in it. He's a good guy. Yeah, he is a good guy. He's I never like done him. anything you wrong. You didn't really right. expect You have a chief son of a woman. But no, like, but when's the last time you actually like sat down and tried to watch it crazy? Oh, oh, fuck. 20 years. Do it again. So I know you again. think that's we'll 20 years, but Megan, we'll you were only one year old. We'll talk old. again. <laughs> it, was so, it, it was like, it was like Sin City, if Sin City was like a fucking turd. It was <laughs> bad. <laughs> it's bad. Trust me, it's bad. Um, but he's also in the Friday 13th TV show. He's actually the owner of the um, antique shop that cursed it, all the objects. That curse it did on the object. Uh, that that show pisses me off because how dare you call it Friday the 13th show. That's not their fault though. It's not their fault. However, that show came into existence at the time when the Friday the 13th movies I were know. booming. It was the so fucking producers, man. But how can you, here, and I ask, I ask a legal question to these girls every episode. 
how the fuck is it possible that they got the legal right to name the show Friday the 13th? Because Paramount wanted more money. Oh, it was. It, oh. So they, 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 like, it was actually the supposed to be called the 13th hour. And then Paramount were like, oh, let's just put Friday the 13th on it so we can get more money and more attention. Even though it has nothing to do with the show. I mean, yeah, they would have like licensed. I know what I'm talking about. It just really pisses me off that they do that. You know, it did, and then I got over it because I love that show. Well, yeah, but it's like as long as you know going into it that that's not what it's about. Yeah, but yeah, people didn't know that before the internet. Before the internet, people were all like, "Oh, expecting Jason," and then it was like some babe with giant red hair. And uh, we have a problem with babes with red hair. I don't. I like the show. <laughs> Roby is a fucking babe. I love her. She's Canadian as well. It's a Canadian show. Oh, that's fine. Uh, well, we should have known it was going to suck. No, see? I am like, <laughs> but you know what? Canadian shows are good. Catwalk was good. Catwalk. Let me tell you a fucking story about Catwalk. Are you ready, guys? Are you ready? Do you guys remember Catwalk? Who doesn't? Okay, Atlas. Me and Morgan saw his dick. He's a fucking stripper now, and we saw his dick. Yeah, remember the dancer guy, Atlas, that guy, you know? He's a stripper Strike. now. Yeah. We saw him at a mail review, and we were like, that guy Sam. looks familiar. Holy shit, that's the guy from Catwalk. Yeah, and, and then, then we went up to him, and, and we're then like, we, he, like, excuse me, yeah, we're like, excuse me, come over here. After his, like, dance. He thought he was getting money for a private And we were like, no, we actually have a question for you. You humiliated him instead. No, he was totally into it. He was like, we were like, excuse me, were you on Catwalk? And he was like, yeah, I was. And we were like, yeah, fuck you. Like, yeah, like, high five us. You didn't have to shake his dick. Me, I shake his Oh, I saw it on the stage. I saw that That's as close as we wanted to get. Wine all over the fucking stage. It was hilarious. That would be amazing. That is a moment I will never forget, and I'm so glad to share it with you guys tonight. I read the Amazon reviews for Warlock 2, and there was just one that I would like to share that I, I thought I thought it was kind of entertaining. <laughs> Indulge us. Somebody, somebody on Amazon reviews gave Warlock 2 five stars, and they said, what a white dad! That was written by that was written by Julian Sands' son. <laughs> Probably. Julian Sands Jr. <laughs> Julian Sands but signed not Julian Sands. <laughs> Julian Sands is uh, he's been married twice and his first wife's name was Sarah. And I, I find it kind of funny that her name is Sarah. He's also dated two journalists. Or married, he married two journalists. Like, the man has a fucking type. Like, he likes bitches who are opinionated or maybe who have polar media. There's something about journalists. So what you're saying is I have a chance. Are you out on the front line? No, <laughs> maybe, in the, maybe if I had a time machine. Maybe if I had a time machine. Now, there's more happening today. I don't know about right now. Have you ever guys, like, you guys, like, seriously go home and, like, look up Julian Sands' Wiki Wikipedia photo? <laughs> no, Wikifeet, that's something else. Yeah, give it up for Wikifeet, everyone. No, Do you know it exists? You. If it's you want to see a celebrity's foot, if you're into, like, jerking off the feet and stuff. I was going to say, more. Wikifeet has been paying Morgan's rent Wiki for <laughs> fucking years. <laughs> 
I actually wish my feet are only three out of five stars on that website. Dude, wanna fuck her bullshit. feet? Bullshit. The weirdest it's true. thing. And three out of three five. Three out of five. That's yep, bullshit. three out of five stars is quote unquote okay feet. So what's four or two? I'm not sure actually, but I've. I've you haven't done your foot research. No, I've looked deeply into. I need to. I think I need to set my foot game up. I think that's. I think that's what I got to do. Step up, girl. Yeah. Oh. I kind of just want to walk off the stage right now. That was the best fucking joke. <laughs> yeah, I know. I dropped them up with. Oh, that's it. Megan out. That's ignorant. That's ignorant. Oh, pedophilia. Ignorant. We're not doing that. <laughs> oh, pedophilia. You know, I really wanted to open up one of my last beers, but the last two that I opened actually like exploded all over me. And, like, would that be like a when great? When he bitch. Would that be a great grand finale? Like, I don't know. Like, Julian Sands is about to. Okay, okay, we'll, here, okay. You know what? it's kind of it's kind of getting a little sexual here. Uh, so this part makes me sad because it's the part where Julian Sands dies. But earlier we uh, saw George Buck Flowers. Oh my God! Everybody knows who George Buck Flowers is. Let's talk about GBF for a second. GBF, 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 Okay, George Buck Flowers. Um, he. Like, you saw him earlier. He was just like a man in the crowd. Um, everybody, it's so funny. Like, he just is always typecast as a bum or an alcoholic. Yeah, like, his IMDb, literally, I would say three quarters of his uh, roles, it says, like, drunk, like, homeless, bum. Like, that's all he ever gets. Bless him. Bless yeah. his heart. George Buck Flowers, the bum in every movie. The so bum in Back to the Future, The Fog. Escape from New York. Like he's a bum in all of these movies. Starman. A bum in that movie. He uh fucking uh maniac cop, cheerleader leader camp, pumpkinhead, Mac and me. Woo! What did he play the Oh I hope. <laughs> I wish. Is um, he a bum? Aren't you listening? <laughs> he a was bum. a bum and they live and then he turned into like a fucking rich person. Do you know do you know who that reminds you of being typecast is um oh Dick Miller. Oh, but Dick Miller is like... Because Dick Miller always yeah. seems to play like the quirky, janitor. Yeah, like kind of low, like misunderstood, like good guy, like salt of the earth guy, but just barely making it. I would like to watch, there's a documentary about Dick Miller that I would like to watch. I haven't watched is it yet. Is there really? Yeah, it's good called there is. No Dick Miller is yeah. what it's called. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah because he's literally <laughs> been in so many incredible movies and it seems like he, you know, like he knows, like, uh, Amazing directors and like, yeah, like Roger Corman as well, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And so I think it would be a really cool documentary to watch just because he probably had a really interesting life, like being kind of like on the sidelines of like a lot of great movies, but never being like that person that was like the star of the show. That's right. But there's, you know, I think everybody has a part to play. You know what else George Buck Flowers is in? A circuitry Man. Two. <laughs> oh, the circuitry Man. One. I know. Circuitry Man circuitry was man. garbage. Circuitry Man Two also. No, we haven't watched it yet, have we? Well, no, we tried to watch the second one. Oh it my god, it was garbage as well. I can't believe I forgot that we tried to watch the second one. Jesus Christ. Circuitry Man. Um, Tammy and the T. Yeah, Tammy and the T Rex. Oh, have you guys oh yeah. Heard of this movie? Tammy and the T-Rex, George Buck Flowers is in this movie with Whoopi Goldberg, and she's friends with the T-Rex. <laughs> Whoopi. Like the what full life T-Rex or one of those, what was that movie with the small dinosaurs? Oh, uh, 
historic. Yeah, with the guy from My Girl 2. Right. So are they full-grown dinosaurs? Well, I don't know. I've never seen it. Oh. I thought you've seen every Whoopi Goldberg movie. <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen all of TNG. Guinan, motherfucker. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> um, there's a couple movies that have, like, what's the one with Denise Richards that has the dinosaur in it? Oh, that's, um, is that Tammy and the T-Rex? So, sorry, what's the one with Whoopi Goldberg? Um, Wild Thing. <laughs> <laughs> what? I thought that was funny. <laughs> There's definitely a lot of T-Rex movies that came out after Jurassic Park, and I know Whoopi Goldberg is in one of them. <laughs> there is one. I can't, yeah. I can't recall what it is. Oh my uh, so God. Thank but you yeah, everybody. that's it. So the movie's over. Warlock 2. Warlock 2. That was it. One of, my dad's, one of my dad's favorites. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for coming out and enjoying this fine, fantastic evening with us and Julian Sands. If anyone wants a piece of salami, a slice of cheese, we yeah, got come some on cheese. up. We got some meat, we got some cheese, we, we got, got some warlocks. Thanks for coming out though, for real though. Thanks everybody for Seriously, coming out. We this appreciate is awesome. your support. That's a huge shout out to Max and Matt from the Grand Gerard, Andrea from Rumorick for putting this together for us. And Blood Opera are up next. And I have Blood Opera. So sick. So badly. All right, go piss, girl. Thank you, everybody. Wow! Hail Satan. <laughs> <laughs>